Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do. The people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Let's get to Chuck Camello, president and CEO at Essex Financial Services. The time, eight minutes past the hour. Chuck, does anyone have a dart rocket to hit the Fed asteroid? Well, that's the, uh, that's the sort of humorous, humorous question. But I do, I do have a question that might make you wince a little bit, which is um, much more serious. Um, the Fed has, has broken the stock market. And you're, you're hearing this now from people that the Fed has broken the stock market, it's broken the bond market, and now FX. And you've got three other interconnected areas that are poised to break, corporate earnings, jobs, and the U.S. economy itself. Are these people making these arguments wrong to say it's inevitable? Well, thank you so much for having me. And and listen, I don't think it's inevitable. Um, I think it's a very accurate statement of the risks that we have. And and if you allow me this this crude analogy of, you know, during the pandemic, and you know, from really from the great you know financial crisis from 08, but especially with the pandemic, that liquidity pendulum and how much money was in the system swung so far out over to zero and stayed at zero. Well, right now it's coming back, but it's not coming back as a pendulum. It's coming back as a wrecking ball, and it is just smashing everything in its way. Um, so, do I think it's inevitable? No, but the Fed has made it very clear. As again, as your update just stated, I mean, they, they are going to get price stability at any and all costs, and we can argue the merits of that and the impact on, you know, on the, the citizens of the country that it's going to affect. But, you know, inflation is an insidious force. It's a, one of the most regressive things that's out there. And them trying to get control of it, you know, they've, they've, they missed on one side, and, you know, the, con- the concern is they're going to overshoot on the other. Chuck, I mean... To say that a recession is avoidable is perhaps living um, in some sort of dreamland. What's your take? Yeah, listen, I, I, I am in the camp that, you know, I think at this point, knowing what we know, that that is becoming more and more likely. I think the, really the only question, in my opinion, is how, you know, shallow or deep is this recession? I mean, I well, think in the United States, we have, you know, employment and consumer spending that are hanging in there for now. But again, if the Fed is intending to break, you know, quote unquote, employment, that's going to be a challenge. Well, the implied question from your comment, which you already raised, is, is it worth it what the Fed is doing? Well, listen, I, I, I think it's all in the, in the matter of the degree of which they go about doing it, right? I mean, having inflation at 8 percent, 
um, is not sustainable, right? It, it, it has to be brought under control. The challenge is the Fed has one very blunt instrument to do it, and, and that is to de- destroy the demand side of things. There are things, though, on the inflation side that are more positive, right? Commodities have come down. Gas has come down. Some input costs have come down. Uh, more onshoring of manufacturing should help longer term. Some input costs have come down. Um, but again, keeping inflation where it is, it's also not, absolutely not palatable politically. And so it needs to come down in that regard. And again, we can argue of how we got here, but it, it can't stay where it is. So Ned Davis research, 98% chance of uh, a recession. That's uh, fairly cate- uh, categorical there. But again, um, there is, I suppose, only one game in town, and that's the Fed. Yeah, listen, they, Rashad, you're very, you're very accurate in that statement. That is right now what's driving, you know, driving this market. But and and the other part of this that really is starting to take over as well is because of the Fed, because of the the rise in rates, not just in the U.S., but I mean, obviously, we're sort of leading the pack here, but across the world, is then the impact of what a recession is going to have. And again, as we mentioned earlier, how deep and how long. But, you know, you know, we're in relatively good shape here in the U.S. I mean, Europe is a completely different story. Uh, you know, that, that's a that is a, you know, a, a massive, massive uh, headwinds and issues they're facing. Um, so it really is just an issue of how could you look to try to position to yeah. be a little bit more defensive as you go into this type of environment. And it's not an easy thing to do right now. Yeah, you probably don't want to be out because you have two ginormous pivots that are out there, and they will happen at some time. Uh, but when is is the question? One is right. the experiment of Hong Kong leads to China finally ditching COVID zero. That'll be a huge, huge pivot. And the second one, obviously, is the Fed says, "Okay, we pause here." Uh, which comes first, do you think, uh, Chuck? And how long do we have to wait? Well, that is a great question, Brian. I mean, listen, the, the, the Fed, when they came out, you know, after their last meeting uh, with the news that they think, you know, so by the end of 2023, they think they're going to be at around 4.6%. And by the end of this year at 4.4, which is a lot higher. If I had to bet on the Fed or China, I, at this point, I'd probably bet on the Fed. <laughs> and again, that's, those, are, those are not two great bets to, to offer me. Yeah. Um, but, I, but if I had to pick one, I would pick the Fed. But um, because I think there you're you you sort of have a they're telegraphing a little you know to as much as as they can they're telegraphing what they're doing. I do think at some point they're going to need to take a pause and see exactly what this is doing because it is having very real world effects on uh, just about every area of our economy. Does it seem like they're focusing on on employment now more than inflation? Uh, that that um, you know, the inflation is doing what it's doing, and you kind of see that. But they really want to see the job market crack. Once that happens, then you know the plan changes. Well, I, that's an excellent point. I think that's a huge piece going forward. You know, in terms of the uh, you know the, the last jobs number, which was I think around you know three hundred and some odd thousand new jobs, right, was down from the month before. Uh, but still a very strong number. Um, you get, you know, a, if you get a surprise and jobs are completely flat or negative, that will show them that their efforts are working. And but listen, there's a lot of still open jobs that are out there. So I'm not sure that, that that's the right thing to focus on. But if that is what they focus on, that will lead to a lot of pain. Um, oil prices on the way down. We've got various other causes of inflation at the moment also turning lower. Uh, you know, this is at a time when the Fed is getting uh, more and more hawkish. Now, the thing is, um, Chuck, 
is this perhaps the, unarguably the worst policy mistake and concerted global policy mistake being made in economic history? Well, I don't know. So there's a there's a lot of them that are out there, right? So I mean, the the decision. I mean, economic the history is a big thing. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a long there's story. There's a lot that are it? out there, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there's a there's a a, a you know, wreckage of of those decisions in our history. But I I think I think what makes this so challenging is the environment that they're trying to come out of that they're trying to come from, right? I mean, it's clear there's no new news, right? They, you know, botched, you know, the, this most recent uh, this most recent action in terms of staying as loose as they were for as long. I mean, literally, it's hard to believe that in literally in March of 2022, they were buying bonds. So, mm. you know, so now I think the risk is they're going to overshoot. Uh, and, and again, I think they're, what they're trying to do is noble, right? Inflation affects everybody in the worst yeah. possible ways. And sadly, it affects okay. the, the, the part of the population that can't afford it the most. Let me sneak in another mistake. Uh, gone now is the period where deficits didn't matter. and People spoke of modern monetary theory. UK policymakers seem to be unaware of that. Your thoughts? Yeah, I don't seconds. know. <laughs> I think the market is giving the opinion on that one right now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The pound is sinking. Rich. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Chuck. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Chuck Camello there joining us, the president and chief executive of Essex Financial Services, getting his uh, latest uh, on the global markets and indeed, according to the Fed, a wrecking ball. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.